You're listening to ClearCast, the real estate fintech podcast by Clear Capital. Each month, your co-hosts, Jeff Allen and Keenan Chen, will bring you compelling stories and revolutionary ideas from the people, companies, and institutions at the intersection of real estate, finance, and technology. Want to be a guest on the show or have an idea for an episode? Email marketing at clearcapital.com and let us know. And now, here's the show. Hello and welcome to ClearCast, the real estate fintech podcast. I am Jeff Allen and I am joined, as always, by my friend and colleague, Keenan Chen. Keenan, how are you? Hamachi. Oh, what does that mean? It's sushi. It's on my oh. shirt. Oh, your shirt has sushi on it. it I does. see. I was wondering what that was. My shirt is delicious. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm wearing a shirt of the band The Clash, London Calling. So my shirt rocks. I love it. Mm-hmm. About, as, about as two cool guys as you could possibly imagine here to talk about the housing market and the mortgage market. And um, later today on this episode, we've got Brock Cassidy, uh, our good friend from Easy Knock. He's going to talk to us about what they're up to. But first, Keenan, let's talk a little bit about home supply. Hmm. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. First, news story of the pod. This comes from the fine folks at fortune.com. Um, <clears throat> and essentially, home builders are now facing a massive uh, oversupply problem. And this is a pretty big shift, uh, a 180 really from where we have been the last couple of years where home builders couldn't get things built fast enough. Uh, during the pandemic, home builders ramped up production of unsold homes. Uh, market was hot when it's planned, but obviously with mortgage rates going up, uh, this correction has changed things. Um, so there's now a record number of total and unsold homes under construction. Um, so even sold homes are a liability. Spiking mortgage rates are translating into a spike of buyers pulling out of their contracts. Uh, and home building giant DR Houghton, for example, saw its cancellation rate jump to 24% in the third quarter. So one out of every four deals uh, being canceled for, for DR Horton. Keenan, this is a really big shift um, from where we were in new construction. What does it all mean? Yeah, ma- massive shift. You know, we we hear over and over that the cost to build homes automatically puts it into, you know, an issue when it comes to affordability, right? Um, so with the cost of materials, cost of labor, and, and time, you know, it seems like there's, you know, there's less supply coming in in that first-time home buyer range, um, and and so it, I suppose it would make sense, right, that there's less people able to commit um to uh to purchasing and then more people pulling out as as rates have changed i mean the 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 rate change alone you know has reduced people's you know buying power sometimes on a monthly payment standpoint paying you know 50 percent or more a month um for the same home you know just due to just due to mortgage rates so um can see why that's that's affecting this yeah um 
it's it's an interesting story and it's definitely a big shift for the builders themselves but if we pull out and think a little bit bigger picture um there's a great quote in this same article um and by the way before i get to the quote uh do you know what the actual um headline of the news story is you're gonna love it no what what is it home prices are falling as home builders are quote put on their ass <laughs> so wow. Pardon my language, but yeah. Fortune.com is coming hot and heavy with the with the spice in their that's headlines. Aggressive. That's mm -hmm. that's aggressive. Yeah. Yes. So, um, but great quote in this article that I think puts all this in perspective. Um, this is from Allie Wolf, who's chief economist at Zonda. She says, housing is still believed to be structurally undersupplied. So that's an important point. Um, there is a reason that housing prices went up 20 quadrillion percent over the last two years. And that's where simply is not enough available. And we haven't built enough as a country, frankly. Um, so yes, there's this is a short-term correction that's gonna hurt some builders, unfortunately. But if we pull out, like we still need more building. Um, and this is a blip and long-term, um, hopefully we can continue to get more stuff built for the market. Well, the, the 20 quadrillion number is probably why you're not an economist. <laughs> um <laughs> yet but yet. yet not an economist yet working towards it we're going to start with numbers the um <laughs> i did pull some speaking of numbers i did pull some numbers though to see to get that context that you're talking about like like yeah where are we at with supply right now so um yeah there's definitely been a run-up of of supply from what from the data that we monitor Right now, active listing count um, as of August 14th, according to our data, there's 558, eight, if I, <laughs> I can't, I can't say numbers either. So I'm also not an economist apparently, um, but yeah, 558,000 homes uh, actively listed right now. Now that's a, that's a large increase over last year. Last year, this time, um we we had 441,000 so almost 100,000 more listings on the market but if you just go back a few years uh to 2019 um the current listings is only 70% of what was actively available in 2019 yeah, so we still have a ways to go and and that year was considered a low supply um year mm -hmm. so so we, you're right. We we've got a ways to go before we, um, you know, hit anything that looks like oversupply for the market. Yeah, thank you. That is helpful context, and that's also a good time for us to share our stat of the pod. We need stat of the pod music. Stat of Some the kind pod. of. Ooh, I like no. that. Yeah. That was good. That I'm, was I'm good. Working on it. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we need music anymore. We have you. It's <laughs> great. According to Redfin. The share of homes that have been listed for longer than 30 days mm. in July was 61.2%. That's a lot. It's a lot of percents. Wait, so it it grew from, it was at only 12.5%. And now it is 61% of... Point, point 61.2% point, point are now hanging out for longer than 30 days. Yeah, that is a lot of percents. And it, it yeah, and it confirms all of the news and stats we were previously saying. Another data point in favor of what we're talking about. 
you know, to, to shorten that, that distance um, of the 30 days, do you think they could use like a, like a free floor plan or something to <laughs> do that? Would that I, help? I think it would, Keenan. Huh. I really think it would. And I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that something you know anything about? We'll talk about it in a future episode. Oh, okay. All right. Just joking. <laughs> yes, Kubacasa has launched free floor plans. Yes, we're very busy supplying them to real estate agents and photographers. So we can get that 61.2% back down to 12.5%. Hopefully we can get there. <laughs> okay, we are joined now by a friend of the pod. I feel like I can say that. Friend of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brock Cassidy. Brock is Vice President of Partnerships at Easy Knock. Uh, we're going to learn more about Easy Knock, but um, at Easy Knock, Brock is building companies' partnerships with the real estate and mortgage industries, um, and they provide homeowners access to their home equity to help them accomplish their financial goals. And like I said, we'll learn more about that here in a second. Brock, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to be here, Jeff. Kind of weird hanging out with you over a Zoom and not over a cocktail at a happy hour at a conference, because I feel like that's that's where we typically see each other. That does seem to happen. Uh, the real estate industry seems to be pretty good at, at getting us together around uh, cocktail hours. <laughs> so let's start with just grounding our listeners in Easy Knock. Tell us about Easy Knock. How does it work? And what are you guys working on? Yeah, for sure. So Easy Knock's been around for about seven years. Uh, I joined just about a year ago to, uh, to help kind of the, the B2B partnership and, uh, and industry relationship side of Easy Knock uh, as we've continued to grow and, and have a really good base. Now we're starting to work on, uh, on some bigger things, bigger partnerships. Um, and so that's a lot of what I'm thinking about. But Easy Knock in general, um, the principle is that we're building a platform for home equity access. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that the traditional mortgage and loan process serves and there's a lot of people that are, for one reason or another, boxed out of it. And specifically, a lot of those people are at the times where they need it the most. For example, if you, if you recently lost a W-2 job, it's difficult to get a mortgage. If you recently had a, had a life event happen where you had an unexpected medical cost, so your, your, your debt skyrocketed, um, then your debt to income ratio would box you out of a lot of traditional lending products. Um, and then you know other life event things related to um, you know, divorce, death, any of these, any of these things that happen in people's lives that weren't necessarily part of the plan when someone bought their home, uh, that, you know, they, they have all this, all this, uh, savings that they've built up in their home equity, especially as, as we've had this bull market the last 10 years or so. Uh, and so a lot of people that don't have a lot of other money, uh, and need access to it, have a, have a lot of home equity that, that, that they can't access at the time of need. So easy knocks got a bunch of different, uh, use cases and a couple of slightly different products, but it's all based around home equity access. And it's all based around filling in the gaps of the existing industry, thus making partnering with the existing industry really interesting in the part that I work on. So, you know, we've, we've all seen the, the stories of the record amounts of home equity, capital home equity, you know, available uh, in, in, in the market right now. I mean, I don't even know what the number is right now. Last time I checked, it was like 23 trillion or something. But every time I, I look, it's, you know, it's gone up um, quite a it's bit. 23 quadrillion. Actually. Quadrillion. Oh, quadrillion. That's the, we, we established earlier that um, Jeff's 
it's called new new economics it's, it's a whole thing anyway um it's just but, it's just numbers on a screen right yeah yeah it's <laughs> exactly it, it, there's a lot but um you, you know it seems like everybody's spinning up some sort of home equity product or program right now from you know banks that were were out that are jumping back in non-banks that are jumping in but but how how should we think about this in comparison to a traditional you know home equity line of credit or, or other type of home equity loan um how should we position this differently how does it solve different problems i guess than, than what's out there today yeah so first and foremost it's for people that cannot access some of those products uh so we're, we have no minimum income we have no minimum credit score we're looking at it at, at the home level so as long as people have have equity in their home which as you mentioned we have record amounts of of home equity right now uh then you're a potential fit for for our transaction because easy knock isn't a lender so we're not we don't have the same uh debt uh, consumer debt kind of view that a, that a lender does. We're actually fully buying the home and the consumer is becoming, is getting the proceeds from selling their home to easy knock and is actually uh, becoming a renter of their own home with an option to repurchase it down the line. So it's, it's a, it's a true alternative to a lending product. And we, and we always have to be really clear that we're, that we're actually not a lender. We're a home buyer or a landlord or a home seller back to the client if they want us to be. Uh, so we, we kind of slate in there as, as not quite a real estate company, definitely not a lender, uh, but an alternative that, that, that can help both. Uh, and because of the way we're looking at it at a home level, a little bit more than at a consumer uh, lending and, and credit threshold level, we can do a lot more sorts of deals that either a home equity line of credit can't do, uh, even a debt consolidation loan can't do, and certainly that a, uh, a refinance mortgage definitely can't do. Very interesting. Yeah, it's definitely a different model. It's not lending. Uh, you're, once you kind of put it in those terms, it's like, oh, yeah, this is not lending. Um, this is something totally different. So we first met a couple of years ago, you and Keenan and I, back when you were actually at a lender, uh, you're affiliated with Rocket. Um, and our friends over there. So um, tell us a little about your personal journey um, and how you kind of ended up at Easy Knock, what your career journey has been like and and why you're passionate about being with Easy Knock. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, we've been able to meet in a few different, a few different mediums, a few different events, a few different opportunities. So yeah, it's it's been an interesting course for me where I uh, started in the industry a little bit by accident. Uh, I, I went through this uh, startup program fellowship called Venture for America right when I was finishing college. And the concept was you get placed at a, at a startup that's, that's looking for young talent that hasn't, you know, that, that isn't really uh, sure where they want to go. And uh, we'll, we'll throw you at something interesting. And so I got thrown, I, I matched, uh, you know, luckily somewhere really cool. And I got kind of the startup within the big company ecosystem rather than, you know, being the second or third employee at a, at a true startup. I got placed at what is now known as Rocket Homes, uh, which was then known as in-house realty uh, to help build a real estate brokerage, help, you know, uh, make more of a consumer facing real estate product under the then Quicken Loans flag, now Rocket Mortgage um, and Rocket Homes flag. Uh, so, you know, that has been a really interesting part of my journey where I was there for, uh, I guess, over six years in a bunch of different roles. So uh, people often ask me, you know, how I got in the real estate industry uh, and, and questions like that. And, and my usual answer is 
uh, either one by accident, but two, luckily that I got launched into a place that had so many experts, so many resources, so many uh, places to, to learn from uh, on the mortgage side and on the real estate side. But the really cool thing was that my first job at, at uh, Rocket was to was to be one of the early employees on the real estate side. So it was, you know, a, quickly a pretty senior role of, of helping build uh, basically a spinoff part of the business. It, it, it had existed for a while, but we were really working on growing it. Um, now RocketHomes.com and ForSellByOwner.com are, are, are the digital consumer facing assets both of which I worked on um, buying and building over the past uh, seven or eight years. And then about a year ago, I moved over to EasyNock. Um, but yeah, while I was at Rocket, was able to do a bunch of different things uh, on, on the product side and then kind of on, I guess what you'd consider corporate strategy side, where I got to, got to learn a lot about the industry, meet folks like you all, go out to a lot of events. And I, and I, realized, I realized I was really gravitating towards that part. And so I had, uh, had an opportunity to join EasyNock uh, which was kind of just building out its program for partnering with real estate, had a concept of how to build out a, a partnerships with mortgage, but hadn't really done it yet uh, about a year ago and, uh, and, and jumped on it knowing that um, Easy Knock had kind of a really good, had a really good basis in how we do transactions, how we do property management, but wasn't too far out in the, in the B2B market yet. And was, and so I thought it was a, a really cool opportunity to, to, quickly be a leader at a company that already already had a great underlying business that was looking for for ways to grow in the industry yeah uh, I, I mean it's it's <laughs> i feel like that's the the path that a lot of us have been on with real estate more it's like how did you end up here like i don't know it just kind of happened you know but i'm never going to leave i'm here yeah for <laughs> it's 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 pretty it's pretty sticky you know you get it's what, the biggest asset class in the world basically so it's uh it's, it's a good place to land if, it, if you're gonna land somewhere by accident for sure I, how's it been transitioning from you know this idea of thinking about a, a lending product right where uh, and, and a lot of times you're dealing with first-time home buyers maybe or you know folks just getting into it to now like you're dealing with a homeowner and it, and it sounds like for a lot of the use cases for the product, you're dealing with maybe someone in distress in some way, you know, who's, who's really trying to weigh their options and make a, you know, make a hard decision. Um, what, what's that been like trying to understand maybe a little different type of, of um, a use case and, and different perspective coming from a, a homeowner? It's definitely been different it is very much more, I, I've gotten an absolute crash course in a bunch of different niche opportunities, right? We're, we're really good at helping people in those life events that I talked about. Um, we've been asked a few partnerships recently on the new construction side, where we're helping people sell their current home in order to, to finance and build a new home that might not be ready to move into for another year or, or, or 18 months or something like that. So I feel like I'm I'm just getting a crash course in in like all the all the niches that are that sound small, but then as you get in them are are huge. So you know, new construction, um, helping helping uh, people access their equity uh, to do renovation, helping people access their equity to do rehab, helping people access their equity um, to split assets either between uh, between spouses that are going different directions, between kids that inherited something you know from from like a family family asset like probate. Um, so I feel like this, this has been 
uh, an opportunity to deep dive into a lot of places in the industry that when you're somewhere as big as Rocket, which, you know, when I was, while I was there, became the number one lender in the country, Rocket Homes volume was also extremely high following, following that Rocket mortgage success. Um, it's, it's been, uh, I think, really good for me to get more into individual deals, into individual niches, and, and you know, see a lot of the, the micro side of, of, of what goes on in real estate transactions, as opposed to just the, you know, the mega macro side that, that, I, that, I'd, got, that I'd learned at Rocket. <clears throat> Not at all a coincidence that Rocket Mortgage became another one lender when you were affiliated with them. I think that's absolutely correlation is causation in this in this case. I uh, I uh, appreciate your the vote of confidence. I can't say that uh, in in my first you know one to two years there, fresh out of college, <laughs> that uh, that that I was necessarily the reason that that Rocket passed Wells Fargo. But you know, hey, it was it was a good time. It was a good time to be there and learn. That's for sure. <laughs> so let's talk about um, the specific ways that homeowners are most commonly using EasyKnox model. Because it seems really simple and easy. Like you don't have to go through a lending process. You don't have to have your credit checked. You don't have to think about your assets. So most commonly, how are EasyNock customers using the platform? Is it paying off debt, purchasing another home? What, what are you seeing? Yeah, number one continues to be de debt consolidation. So people, um, we, we have some we have some pretty amazing testimonials that, that maybe we can uh, share with you guys after of, of people that had unexpected medical costs or, or thought they were they were going to lose their home for one reason or another, but um, they you know job loss things like that. And as as long as they could uh, could sell their home, capture some of uh, kept capture that equity uh, to pay off some of the outstanding debt that that they were going to be just fine and be able to get back on their feet. So that's you know that's kind of the original concept of of Easy Knock is is just help people access that home equity for any given reason. Uh, but definitely uh, the number one use case is to, to use that to either, uh, you know, obviously get out from under the mortgage itself, but, uh, but more frequently also to consolidate other debt, credit card debt and medical debt, especially. Um, so that's, that's huge. Um, we've seen a few interesting trends lately. I mean, I, I came in, came in this business and during the time where everyone was starting to work from home and, and, and some of those different trends going on. So, you know, one that I never expected, but, you know, I guess if you break it down, makes sense is people that, you know, back in the day would have been considered move up buyers. Um, but with home prices appreciating as much as they have people while they have equity in their home they don't necessarily have the money to upgrade into the next level of home. So a lot of people are using us actually to access the equity in their current home, stay there and uh, do something like put on an addition or do some, do some uh, renovation, a new kitchen, um, you know, all kinds of different things. And for, from our perspective, you know, that's fine. We're just making sure that while they're, while we own the home, they're paying rent. Um, and then if they want to repurchase it, uh, you know, they know the process and price at which they can do that, depending on on whether it's, you know, a year later or five years later, um, the price changes a little bit per year. But um, so, so they have the known kind of roadmap to, to being able to stay in their home. Uh, and it's kind of about one third of people stay in and lease for a long time. About one third of people repurchase pretty quickly. And about one third of people end up selling and just taking the rest of their proceeds and and going to do whatever else they want. So there's a ton of different use cases, a long-winded answer, but a lot of it is debt consolidation and a lot of the rest of it is every other reason. <laughs> Interesting. So it sounds like for the repurchase scenario that you know, you're helping someone take their equity, 
you know, pay down her debt, increase her credit score, and become a more qualified borrower for a traditional mortgage. Are, are you then partnering with lenders on a traditional product with the same folks that you've worked with on the on the home purchase? Yeah, being that we're not a lender ourselves uh, is from from my seat of working on on partnerships with with the mortgage industry actually gives us a really strong footing because number one they can they can send their declines to us and we can present you know if someone gets turned out turned down from whatever lender uh, for a cash out refinance uh, instead of being told no they get told well, you, you actually don't qualify for our lending products, but we have a partner that can help you stay in your home and access the cash out just like, just like you were looking for. Easy knock, do you want us to transfer you over there? Um, and so then, then we can pick up, we can do our transaction. Uh, and then, you know, there's, there's, as you said, there's a significant amount of credit score improvement for, for, for certain types of clients. It depends on the type of client, what they use the proceeds for. But there can be a lot of credit score improvement at which point a lot of people then get back to lendable thresholds. Um, so we've talked about it um, and we're beginning to talk about it more in the mortgage industry as kind of an incubation layer where people that you said no to, you can kind of say, not right now. You can, you can go to our partner, you can raise your credit score. And then if you want to repurchase the home, you know, you, 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 we, we don't force them to go, to go back to, to the same lender, but if it's a client that, uh, that's frankly not really our, um, I mean, it's not not something we can compliantly do. It's not something that we want to to do unless um, it's a client that comes from a lender and already has a relationship with them. And then we're happy to help keep that relationship warm and just do some co-marketing and say, you know, on behalf of Lender X and Easy Knock, we see that your credit score is back up in a lendable tier. If you want to talk to them again, so that kind of stuff. So it's. Um, it, being that we're not a mortgage company, there's only so much incubation we can do um, with, you know, within reason, but we're definitely happy to uh, allow the, the partners that we have to, to, you know, to keep talking to the clients and, and, and make sure that they know that they have the option to repurchase. So um, this, what you guys are doing is very interesting. So to close us out, let's talk about what even more interesting things are coming up on your horizon. Uh, what can we expect to see from Easy Knock in, in the coming months and years? What are you most excited about? Yeah, I think for us it's it's twofold. I think we're going to be I think we're going to be deeper in kind of our our existing product of, of the sale leaseback structure, helping people get their equity and become the renter of their own home. And I think we're going to just grow distribution tremendously by both by partnership and probably by our own direct consumer advertising. Um, as rates have gone up, the amount of people that are getting boxed out of, of traditional uh, lending tiers has, has grown dramatically. Uh, so something like you know, 33 to 40% of people today uh, that are homeowners that have equity cannot qualify for a cash out refi. Um, so that number's continued to grow. So just kind of our core business has, just by the nature of the of macroeconomic situation in America right now, has um, the, the pool has grown dramatically, just people that can't qualify for anything, for, for any other products along these lines. So, you know, we're, we're kind of growing in our own uh, ecosystem there, as well as, as through partnerships, uh, as we've talked about. But I think what, I think the way to think about Easy Knock uh, a little bit longer term is just how I started as a, as a broader home equity access platform and, and home, home ownership flexibility platform. So just filling in other gaps in the real estate process, filling in other gaps in the lending process um, where we see a bunch of different opportunities to help 
you know, for example, first time home buyers get into homes to help these, you know, what we're doing today, people that, that want to get to new construction home, but they, they, they don't have the timeline to, you know, to wait 12 months before they have a move in ready house. There's all these kind of edge cases and niche cases that we believe we, you know, have the right, uh, you know, financial uh, leadership and the right uh, strategic leadership at EasyNock to be to, to focus specifically there and fill in the gaps in the industry, uh, bolt into mortgage companies, bolt into real estate companies, uh, and you know uh, continue to partner with those. So I think our path's a little bit different than a lot of companies in the industry that are eventually trying to make their money from mortgage or eventually trying to make their money from real estate commissions. We you know so far and you know as far as I can see are are pretty clear on. We want to be good at what we're good at, and we want to be a good partner to the rest of the industry, rather than uh, rather than kind of shrinking it down and, and and trying to keep it all for ourselves. Because there's so much complication. I mean, you guys know this with all the different people you work with. There's so much complication to every layer of of the real estate process and the home ownership journey um, that I think we're we're pretty content to be uh, to focus on on uh, this home equity access and structuring new products that are that are outside traditional lending. Cool. No, I super appreciate the the the, the time and, and and shedding some perspective on a different model. Um, there's it's it's pretty wild to just see all, all of the the creativity and innovation right now, especially at this time around equity. So thanks for for sharing your story and uh, and and uh, good luck on the partnership journey.